this is a class a with jay and jay where we talk about the risque and something different every day So I have an addendum, but it's at the top of the show. So I don't know if it's technically an addendum, but listen here. I don't know if Tyler heard us directly. Now, there were rumblings at the end of 2020. I did some research. But soon after we recorded this episode with Stephanie, he comes out saying that for Sister Act 3, he's not directing. He has somebody else on board and that he overall for all of his projects he's like I've started up a lot of projects I'm trying to hire writers and directors to take over my duties I'm not saying that we influence him to do this I'm not saying that at all what I am saying is that our prayers have been answered what I am saying is that we secreted this and we manifested this through our words I believe the world heard us and it received what we said and we saw some action behind what we've asked for. So we are, this is a celebration. This was a takedown episode, but also a celebration. So there's that. All right. Enjoy the episode. Today is a special day. Today is a day where we have Miss Stephanie from Oka Minutes. And the reason we have Miss Stephanie from Oka Minutes is because Miss <laughs> Stephanie from Oka Minutes has been I'm gonna use T words on a on a tear down on a tirade against Tyler, okay? And the Tyler we're talking about is Tyler Perry, and we are going to do a Tyler Perry takedown or unpacking, whatever you feel more comfortable with calling it. But welcome to the pod, Stephanie. Hi, everybody. Hi. Please, I, I hopefully no Tylers out there will be harmed. No. <laughs> In the making of this podcast, we want to protect all Tylers while simultaneously taking down one particular Tyler, and that is Tyler Perry. Um, to start this off, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot of, you know, slander against Tyler. Um, I wanted to begin this with all of us going, you know, round robin style of giving Tyler one compliment, and then we can go into what we really want to talk about. So I was like, really hard. so whoever wants to start can start you want to you want me to go first you know what you're the guest it's only right you are the guest right um tyler find some of the most sexiest men to be in his movies even if they're (laughs) villains okay He finds some sexy dudes. I mean, I feel like he'd be just walking down P Street saying, oh, you cute. Come in." That is very true. He does. Cu- yeah, you're right. He does choose cute men. Okay. Look, I mean, his pantry of snacks is always full, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a nice compliment. Um, Jay, what you got? Um, it was very nice of him to help out Megan and Harry. <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that is that is true. Um, my compliment, I don't even know if it's a compliment, but I didn't find anything 
slanderous against him on like blind items or lipstick alley or reddit or anything like that which if there was something slanderous to say about him as a, his character it would have most likely been there um mm. so besides the stuff that we know it appears that they're not saying anything too bad about him so compliments for not being slandered on <laughs> blind items <laughs> Okay. Thank you for not being total trash, Tyler. <laughs> right, like no one you. was like, I was his assistant, and he, you know, maybe we're sixteen hours. Nobody is saying I'm, hour. your, I'm your lover, and it's, and I was his lover, and his secretary, working every day of the week. Nobody came out. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, no one has come forward as the lover and secretary that was working every day of the week. Sure. So. Thanks for that, Tyler. But basically, kind of just to sum up what we're doing again, it's we're breaking down Tyler's body of work, if you will. Um, less so on his TV shows, because honestly, his movies are hard enough to watch, let alone a series. So none of us committed to a series to watch. No, no. I saw a clip of somebody sniffing someone's penis. And I said, you know what? Oh my Holy God. Spirit, activate. Holy shit. <laughs> <activate>. <laughs> Wait, what show? So it was it's on BET Plus, and I think it's like involves <laughs> a cult or something. And somebody came back this way in a red robe, and then all of a sudden somebody went down and sniffed some privates. And I said, Wait, what is going on here? Wait, is this real life? What is this? Who <sighs> it's Jesus? <camp>. Oh, <laughs> every day they strength farther from the light i don't know what's going on <laughs> i was like i need to know what's going on what are y'all saying this is entertainment i was like i i've heard of people sniffing privates but i heard about it like in hood novels i didn't think people would i was like wait a minute hold up why is she sniffing to see if they cheating bitch what what I'm familiar <laughs> with that from love and hip-hop i remember carly red at one point sniff young jock's dick to see if he was shooting oh. and he was oh my I was and like, i feel like if you have to go to the point where you're sniffing a private part it, they're cheating then if you even have to go that far that's everything you need to know so i also if i really suspect that you are why do i want to sniff you <laughs> i don't um, want to smell that i don't I'm, look i don't you don't smell like day old cooch okay i don't want to <laughs> that that is just no that is not on my um bingo card of let me sniff my man's private uh-uh you smell like stinky puss you must be cheating because my puss don't smell. <laughs> right because like, then what do you do what? once you find out it's like yeah because it's kind of like ugh, i'm disgusted you like just having sex with stinky puss i keep it clean how dare you that is <laughs> so works, wild wild ass tyler perry logic see that's Tyler Perry logic for y'all. That is mm. very, that sums up Tyler Perry, like a scene of a man walking in and getting his dick smelled. Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just disgusted. That I'm surprised that. he hadn't already done something like that. Like of all the movies, of all the tropes, of all the storylines he's done, how that hasn't already been on the table, how that wasn't in for colored girls, honestly, is really shocking. Ugh, and, <laughs> I mean, they couldn't other fit stuff other than that. <laughs> Right, they couldn't fit any more, you know, terribleness into that fucking movie. Oh. They tried, so. I just, mm, I, mm. <laughs> That's where I want to start. Okay, so for Please colored do. girls, <clears throat> I'm gonna read kind of like some writings. Um, let's talk about like what 
the critics say. Um, Four Colored Girls, again, it's available on HBO Max if you're dying to see it. But it's a pretty star-studded cast. I mean, like we kind of talked about, you said he chooses attractive men. And usually he chooses men that are on the rise or kind of like famous in their own right. So he does, I don't know, he does book Black people. Maybe that should have been my comp my compliment is that Mm -hmm. if you are in Atlanta and no matter how good or bad your acting chops are you can definitely get a role in Tyler Perry production pretty much um pretty much so on IMDB for colored girls got a 6.1 um on Rotten Tomatoes for colored girls got a 32 percent that 6.1 is out of 10 yes out of 10 Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and that's the highest of them. So, right, we're at a 32% for Rotten Tomatoes, and the Metacritic gave it a flat 50. Not flat. Flat. So, I love to go around the horn here. And if you could give it, pick, you can pick your own skill IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, whatever you want to give it. What percentage or point, whatever, are you giving for Colored Girls? Um, I would grade him on the curve. Okay. Because he finally made an evil man who was not dark skinned. Okay. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to give you like at least a five because at least it wasn't some dark skinned black man being evil. No, it's his pretty high yellow ass, but still, he wasn't dark skinned. Okay. So a five. A five. That's on the curve, may we know. Okay. That is on the on curve. The curve, honey. <laughs> a five, a 50%, a five. Okay. Jay, what you got? <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, is that lower than zero? I feel like that's where we're going. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, because zero. I mean, fuck the curve. I'm not going to give you kudos for Ooh. finally casting. <laughs> you know different colored people to do different roles in your movies um and quite honestly there were so many other terrible moments within this film and we won't even get into even like the homophobia of it also which is another running plot line so and with tyler again i'm not going to say anything but what i will say is it coincidental (laughs) coming from tyler perry go ahead coincidental very um but uh so i mean <laughs> gorgeous gowns beautiful gowns i guess i'll give well, it a rather divine i mean <laughs> right janet, janet Jones jackson right i'll give it a two because he somehow managed to get janet jackson and loretta divine and then newton <laughs> all these heavyweight actresses in this movie Felicia i mean Rashad, whoopi, can, unless we not forget yeah oh whoopi's <laughs> in this too i forgot and whoopi yes. Oh, Whoop Arena. So, but even Whoopi's character had this whole colorism line. So, right. I, and we can talk true. about Whoopi's character. Of course, they did her very dirty. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did. So, you're saying two? I'm saying two out of 10. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, that is really shocking. Um, I will preface this by saying I don't think I'm going to go so low as a two. But I'm not gonna go so <laughs> but I'm not gonna go so I'll be the five. bitch, then that's fine. I'm oh not God. going for a five whatsoever. Um to I mean that's a few things really working against it. One, it was over two hours, and I mm-hmm. do not like a movie that's over two hours. 
even if it's justified, let alone if it's not justified and I feel like it could have been wrapped up in an hour and a half max, that's really working against it for me. Um, it being star studded actually boosted a little bit. It was delightful mm. to see no matter how shitty the characters were. It was delightful to see some people we knew. Mm-hmm. So, um, gee, and the story just wasn't there. So then that brings me right back down. So probably around like a 3.1 if I'm on an IMDb scale. So like a 31%. Wow. I will say, I think that is entirely fair. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I mean, if you take just the saying. average of both me and Stephanie's, then you kind of come <laughs> around that. So, yeah, I mean, sure. It's, it's a bad, so can I just also give this disclaimer to people listening? We are giving this like somewhat terrible scores, but let me just say this. If you enjoyed this movie, please and I say, I enjoyed it. Girl, there are a lot of like terrible movies that I love and I'll be like, you know what? Judge your mother because I'll watch this movie time and time again. <laughs> Y'all, we are not saying that it's not entertainment because sometimes we just watch stupid shit. I get yes. it. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, I get it. It's like, Honey, let me tell you something. There's a lot of movies that are like, why the hell are you watching this? Why am I not? Girl, what? <laughs> why am I not? Right. I even found myself comparing this movie, like a trash movie I love, and I think a lot of people can relate, but like Norbit is a great movie to me. It's a, oh. a great movie. Um, does it have horrible <laughs> ratings? Is it an absolute shit movie? Yes. I but do I find right entertainment now. in it? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. And Tyler and Eddie are similar in the way that they both, are, they love to play multiple characters in a movie. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Tyler, rarely does he just play like just Tyler Perry. Like, why did I get married? Is the only movie I can think of off the top of my head where he is just Tyler. Maybe the family I praise, and that is it. But every other yeah. movie, he's usually Joe and Medea and Tyler. So I found him similar in that way, except for I don't know. I just think Eddie Murphy does it better or did it better. Um yeah in a way that Tyler did not master it. Yeah. No, I agree. Again, and also I, no, go ahead, babe. Uh, uh, Tyler Perry is very, for, I mean, lack of a better term, he's very camp. <laughs> like, camp? So you know what I mean? So yeah, it's just very like over the top. It's very dramatic. It's like, uh, and uh, uh, however you want to describe it his style is also just something that I personally don't really subscribe to a lot anyway sure so yes we're rating this based on our preference but honestly you can call me a movie critic because I think I know what I'm talking about and once we <laughs> break down for color girls I'll explain to you why this movie is quite honestly trash I also personally don't like play adaptations into movies when they keep it mm, okay. as, as like like play like if that makes any sense because mm-hmm. if I want to yeah. go watch a play I'll go watch a play if I, if I want to watch a movie I'm going to watch a movie they're different like artistic mediums for a reason um yeah. and so he did a lot of that with this movie and that annoyed me to no end as well but continue sorry um, <laughs> and no it's also interesting like you said in the play like we cannot forget Tyler really got his start in these kind of straight the DVD mm-hmm menstrual mm-hmm. shows chitlin circuit type <laughs> plays that he was recording and selling on you know See, great on so- ethel is gonna get me great <laughs> somebody's on be like what the hell you say or i say nothing allegedly <laughs> i mean i don't even know if i have said that i think my voice was dubbed over by somebody else but that's just <laughs> what i believe you know of those works of art if you will 
Um, so I did also take note of that. They're like, he did have a play beginning. So of course he wanted to do like a play adaptation. Um, like Jay said, basically this is a movie that he adapted from a, a play. He mm-hmm. is the writer, he is the director, and he is the producer on this here project. Um, another critique I have of Tyler is he doesn't outsource talent. Um, quite often you'll find any movie with him, he is production, he is directing, he is writing. Um, and I think he would really benefit from having some other people in the writer's room or just other mm-hmm. creatives to bounce off of. Um, and just overall editor. he needs a prodigy like he doesn't really have anyone he's taken under his wing to like like a successor kind of thing he mm-hmm. just but like he'll help out with the actors and stuff but getting them the real money the behind the scenes the you know the connections I don't really see Tyler doing that I mean correct me if I'm wrong yeah um because Tyler he likes to keep the budget low to a certain mm-hmm. extent <laughs> I get it I, I get it. We don't have money for wigs. We don't have t- money for this. We don't have money for that. Money for but wigs. I, I love that that is in particular what you say he doesn't have money for wigs. He never has money for Excuse wigs. Excuse me. He has nothing. Like, I, sir, I need to get at least money for a story editor. If you feel like nobody can write my style like me, sure. But I'm pretty sure someone who is went to the whole film school could help you with story editing. Mm-hmm. edit some things out like a black woman getting in a shower getting her hair wet at 12 midnight when she got to go up before now i know if you had talked to at least three <laughs> black women in atlanta they'd be like girl that is not gonna work not realistic it's not it's like excuse me who's what? girl what nobody does and this. your production house is based in atl i and know and if, if i had to give him another compliment i will say that he also does a good job i guess with hiring in that area and bringing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. business to the atl area so my mm-hmm. like, so i know everybody on the cast and crew was was black sure. i know somebody had to have stepped in and been like okay tyler like this doesn't look like a realistic okay tyler i don't think anyone has pulled him aside <laughs> and said okay tyler about okay. okay well you know what they should have okay because then his movies would have been better you know what is super random some girl took out a billboard to get said attention from tyler he said that is crazy talk also side note that woman ended up in a tyler production it's like so it worked no (laughs) y'all be like oh my god this is so much then how the hell she get into the studio lot tyler don't make, me, don't make me start calling you by your government name because we're going to get there in a minute. We just got started. Uh, wait, hold on. Whoa, circle back, circle back. Who is it? Someone that we know, like a famous actor or did he just hire them? For no, it, like, was somebody, yeah, it was somebody who was trying to get it. Like she had took out like this billboard to get his attention. Mm. And I was like, so she um, had money to begin with. That's really what's shocking me is someone funded yeah, the like, billboard. How much, how much is this billboard? Because it wasn't like, you know, one of them LED ones. It's uh-huh. like, oh, okay, you put up this big old post, girl. Did your cousin do this? Does your cousin own a Kinko's? Wow. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Huh. So that's all it takes. It's good to know. That's good to know. Because he was like, this billboard. is crazy talk. It was like, it's kind of like you kind of shitted on it, but it got her in the role. role so she she <laughs> see that's the thing so apparently she paid two thousand dollars for it in 2019 okay and she has been in sisters which is one of tyler perry's yes. shows, <laughs> and also, show yeah and now all the queen's <laughs> men with eva the diva 
Okay. So, oh, so it's she's like, been so in it's multiple a- projects. Yeah. But you're like, oh, that's crazy talk, sir. Get out of here. Her name is Raquel Bailey. Oh, okay. Honestly, I respect her <laughs> hustle. It's nothing against Raquel. It's Correct. more so against him. It's like, what are the casting calls like? What are do you audition these people? Because he does oftentimes choose famous people. I feel like he doesn't even audition them and see if they're good for the role. He wants them for the role. He asks them, they do it. I mean, like, does he see yeah. anybody? Does he look at, you know, like some locals to see what they could bring to the table? I don't think so. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, just, we were talking about money and budgets. Um, we would be remiss not to bring up for Color Girl and the budget. Um, the budget for the movie was 21 million and mm. the box office for it was 38. Are those numbers shocking to you? Do they track? What are you thinking? Oh, they definitely track because that's how Tyler makes a whole bunch of money at the box office because he don't have high budgets for his projects, which to a certain extent is very smart because if it only takes less than 20 million to make a movie and your movie makes 50, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 and something million dollars, it's like, that's a lot of profit. Yeah. And that's not even when it's like video sales and streams and on demand. Yeah. It's Mm. pretty smart, but it's like, the hair though <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the makeup the wig. he helps himself out too by making Tyler Perry Productions the production studio too mm-hmm. so it's like if there's any money on the back end he's in four mm-hmm. positions to get it mm-hmm. I mean yeah, he pretty is smart but is smart. the wigs the wigs <laughs> if we're making all this money where's the budget for the wigs Absolutely. where is the budget it is to first of all these actresses they their hair is fine. I've seen them in other movies and their hair is fine. Why can't they bring mm, those same wigs to this set? Mm, Why do that? we have to specifically say take off your good arrogante created wig and put on <laughs> this low budget wig instead? Like the he purposely makes them. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the women that's in a show on I think either own or BET mm-hmm. and was in that um terrible movie that went straight to Netflix. She made it a point <laughs> to talk about the hair. And I was like, girl, what? What did She's she like, say about I said it? something like she was talking about how bad it was. And I was, mm. I can't, I gotta find a clip, but it was just funny because she was sitting right next to Tyler Perry when she said it. It was like, why y'all doing this? What did Tyler say? Nothing. He was just like, well, she's like, mm-hmm, because I said something. I'm like, oh girl, okay. I think she's on, she's on, I think, the green leaves. Oh, God. I, I love him not denying it. At least he didn't deny it. Yeah, because there's a part he's leaving out because he don't want to get people unionized. That's why he don't <laughs> have writers because he don't want to have to deal with the union part of that because, hey, hi. Mm. It's like, yeah, that unions matter. I think when you look at like the makeup artists and Makeup really isn't the issue on Tyler Perry, like productions. It's the hair. Yeah, it's true. It's I never weed. noticed the makeup. I always yeah. notice the hair. You never just go, oh my God, the makeup is terrible. I'm like, no, because I'm staring at the wig. Like, girl, what is that? Mm. Lord. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I will be dragging this hair till kingdom come. No, I'm really glad you brought it up. You know, like it couldn't go <laughs> without saying it's something that when we watched the movie, it was top of mind. Every single mm. character had a horrible mm. wig. 
and it's really upsetting it's really frustrating and especially the dark-skinned women the darker you get the more likely your wig is going to be <laughs> like he let like felicia rashad like wear like her you know her hair out because yeah. whatever you know you know thinner mm-hmm. easier hair to work with because she's thinner so, like, light skin with fine hair okay whatever whoop. fine whoop. but, but um, you know what I, I don't know if i can even say that because thandy newton had a busted unit on herself and I'm like, don't do my girl Thandy like that. She did. She sure did. Um, I think and of Loretta's I'm gonna keep instantly. It. Oh, I, and I don't even keep it to just the women because let me tell you something. <gasps> Tyler, what you want to do <laughs> is have King of the Thirst Traps, a.k.a. Shamar Moore in a braided wig. I will fight you. When I watched like- Family Reunion <laughs> and I was reminded of <laughs> Boris Kojo in that wig, <laughs> absolutely, I could not believe what I was saying I was just like I know Shamar's supposed to play this hard this um working class man but what you won't do is tell me that even a working class man can get his uh cornrows tightened every week I know you fucking like <laughs> it looked like he had a fro and he had cornrows on top or, of the fro and I'm like the fuck is what is it you're not gonna try to act like this working class man couldn't just get his hair cut at the barbershop he like can't his hair mess. But, wait, he got his hair mess, but um, his face is tight, bitch. What? No way. No <laughs> way. Like there's just no way. Girl, he too fine for this. Let me tell you something. Malcolm from Young and the Restless is too fine for you to be playing these games. Not Malcolm from Young and the Restless. I'm just saying that's how long <laughs> I have loved Shamar Moore since he was playing eye candy to Tony Braxton. You gonna stop playing with that man who's fifty something years old? And yes, I would. Why do you think that, okay, I guess it's just a question I have overall for these, uh, especially like Whoopi, I really, really wasn't sitting well with me. Why do you think these A-listers are willing to degrade themselves for Tyler? You know what I mean? Like play roles they would never play, wear a costume and hair that they would never wear, say lines that they know are ridiculous, but they do it anyway. What's the real motivation? I honestly um, think it's to springboard onto something else because that's what Tarashi did. Because it's okay. kind of like, now you can say, I am a leading person in a movie. And it's okay. like, as long as Taraji been an actress, it's like, do you get a lot of top billing? It's like, not really. But Tyler Perry, she parlayed that into getting more money on her next project. So mm-hmm. I feel like they're like, they're using it as spring, George. Idris was like, I don't know what y'all talked about. It was like, you were in that movie. Nope. No, I wasn't. Idris <laughs> <laughs> like, does leave that Idris in his literally, path. he just be like, I don't know what y'all talking about. You were in a Tyler Perry movie? A what, what? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. In the titular about. role, because daddy's daddy's Little girls, girls or whatever, he, he was daddy. <gasps> I was like, <laughs> I love how he just be acting like he ain't in, in these movies. He'd be like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Who? Tyler? Oh. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Huh, you're right. You're, I you're on the you're on the you're on the movie poster. Sure. Oh. Are you sure that's me? It wasn't me. It's like, okay, Shaggy, you're in the damn you're on the poster like what are you doing honestly i respect him for that i didn't even realize he never talks about it but that's really cool he don't because he, he acts like he'd never been in a tyler perry movie but then it's like if you look at all the a-listers that have been in his movies you go damn that's a lot of people you got i have no idea how tyler perry got literally the best crier in the world aka Derek luke in a movie i'm like you got antoine fisher in this movie 
Not the best cryer. <laughs> what? In the world. The, let me tell you something. He cries like shit. Stop crying, please. Oh my god, I just want to help you, please, y'all. We gotta have a GoFundMe. Antoine Fisher need to stop. T- Not Antoine. <laughs> he is the best crier and then he got the woman who was nominated for an oscar for literally less than 15 minutes in a movie viola davis how the fuck you getting all these people in this i don't get it so here's where the jedi mind tricks come in i guess he he he, you know he leads with the i'm a nice guy thing Mm -hmm. um even because even the characters that are not quote unquote nice then it's mm-hmm. not being played it's not Tyler then it's like Medea it's like him in costume but when Tyler plays in in his own movies as just like you know man here mm-hmm. he's always the nice guy you know he's always mm-hmm. a guy with suitable amount of money not too poor not too rich right respectable he's always respectable mm-hmm. always good friend definitely a good husband never is the one that's cheating always getting cheated on or scammed himself but never quite the one that's doing the scamming and coincidentally, <laughs> when he has like his Medea part, that's where he can let out <laughs> his naughty side. It's like, first time we saw him, he goes like, "I gotta stay with my wife. That's a crackhead." And she, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just in love. Oh my god, she a crackhead. Because surely in Family Reunion, that's his whole his whole storyline is that he's a lawyer, he's a great dad. And he's a great in, in the first one, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. It's like, oh no, here come here come my um. My wife, that's a crackhead, but she got all her teeth for some odd reason. And here she come, singing she down the, sing, singing down the aisle. She got all night. her teeth. She, excuse me, Tiffany's mama was on crack rock. How she got all her fucking teeth? And she How been doing she it for sing like that. Her vocal cords aren't fried from the, all the um, smoking. Apparently not. Things, excuse you know? me. This is what happens when you get a singing ghost. So you can tell all that. I'm like, so first of all, <clears throat> what you're not going to do is sit here and play in my face. Jesus just healed her throat. The fuck they didn't. Nope. Apparently no. he did. And while he do it, while he do it, while he do it. And there was another movie too, where oh, mm. in Why Did I Get Married? Or maybe it was Why Did I Get Married too? He found out that she was cheating. I forgot which one it was. Yeah, I think he found out but, too. Oh, the terrible you know, one. It sounds he, like that. He's such an attentive husband. He knew the time, the day, the the address, the time. Like you know, he's like, oh, on March third you know 2002 at 5.45 p.m i knew you started acting different i'm like you know what gives so me you had a whole vasectomy you might want to shut up right <laughs> the secret <laughs> vasectomy like, was really skipped over it really I was, was like, like we not heard a about that in the first did she know about your vasectomy i time out what the <laughs> hell is, what kind of marriages are these what I'm y'all gave stis <laughs> it was like but then it's like second the second movie and yeah you cheat on me you wait, I can't say the N word on here, so I'm gonna yes, bleep myself. Can. Oh, nigga, what? <laughs> what? Get the fuck out of here. What? You had a whole vasectomy. She shield me. You tied your tube. Shut up. Shut if up. She was we the villain. It was like, oh, uh, oh, wait. Oh, was she? Oh, did she tie her tubes? Oh, it was her. See, terrible. You know how yeah, women she got do. Her tubes wait tied. a minute, that's right. She, she got tubes tied. The innocent oh cuck husband who was just sitting at home waiting for her to come and to this, come back and she I'm up here shooting up her club and it's just hitting husband. the door. The door is locked to the club. I'm just shooting <laughs> up the door. 
which goes back to one of our other points that I'm sure we'll get into about how he is sexist, low key. So I'm not raggedy women, raggedy bitches. (laughs) I'm very perplexed as to how he manages to scam all these great women Hmm. into being a part of his movie. Like, Whoopi didn't need this movie, Fandy didn't need this movie, Felicia didn't need this movie. I will say, Tyler Perry's movies need is Cecily Tyson. I'm just saying. <laughs> First time, <laughs> Stephanie. Get out of here because when I was watching Fabry Union and I saw her and Maya Angelou shoehorned into this movie, truly nothing to do with the plot. I'm like, again, what is he telling these fucking people? Maya Angelou and Cecily Tyson, they have no business being in any Medea production. Look, what the I, fuck? I, I don't. I don't need no reason to see Cecily Tyson on my screen. I don't need no reason for Jane Pittman to be on my screen. I just, it's like, is this what we paid for? What the hell is going on here? On this land? I'm saying, girl, what is going on? <laughs> right, and they're always talking <laughs> some like Negro <laughs> spiritual about like something about like, slavery. Or, wait, like, I was like, what kind that. of family reunion got that is like incest? Because you got to <laughs> <laughs> And there's people playing, shooting crap. Shooting back. Right, when they had that scene of them walking through, it was like they were upset what? because niggas was having fun shooting dice. That is just a family and reunion. That's how shit dancing. goes. She's like, oh, Lord Jesus. Right, and then they like are what? dancing the hip-hop music. They're not even grinding on each other. They're simply like, hey, ho, and they're disgusted. They can't believe like, what our generation has come to. I'm sorry. Let me tell you something. Y'all get that 80 some year old woman up out the chair to ring the bell. It's like, so first of all, y'all some assholes. Why did y'all ring the bell for her? Who, how you not ring the bell for your elder? You ass. Why was Maya Angelou in that movie? Why? 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 What was know. the reason? I don't know whose relative she was supposed to be. May she rest in peace too. I don't know who's re- like everybody. Defend- who's who's she? Somebody's on. She who's didn't push on? the plot forward whatsoever. Again, her and Cicely's scene could have been cut. It would have been the exact same movie. <laughs> but she had to give her poem about her husband that she buried. <laughs> <laughs> Cicely Tyson. I'm sorry. Anytime she in a Tyler Perry movie, I'm like, let me tell you something. You know who's going to never phone it in? Cicely Tyson. She never <laughs> phones it in. It's like, God damn it. Why are you the only acting in the goddamn stage? She is ah. acting her ass off. And I'm like, like, babe, this is not the role. This is not and the bad the role. part about it is, she, I don't think she's acting her ass off. She just wow. acted. That's how fucking good she is. Wow. I'm sick of her. And, and now we're not even going to get no more of her. May she rest. You know, and, and I feel like that's how he basically gets these people. He just builds a relationship with them outside of it. Because like Jay was saying, mm-hmm. you haven't heard anything about him being, you know, a terrible guy outside of it, even though somehow we're still just blind to the colorism and sexism and everything else that he's doing. In right. Movie. Besides mm-hmm. all of the stuff he displays <laughs> in his art, but yeah, I guess everything. But, right. On a personal <laughs> level, it seems that he does. He is out here helping people. Because he had like, he is, a really close yeah. relationship with Cicely. Like, he would like call her. Like, that was his fucking grandmother. All right. So, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That being said, uh. <laughs> <laughs> why did I need Janet in like three or four of his movies? I don't know. Well, how did that you great put of an a... actress. Sorry, Janet. You know, okay. Rhythm Nation, love you. You're great. But see, uh, on stage, see, amazing. I did not sign up for Janet Demita Joe Slander. I'm sorry, in a Tyler Perry movie. Come on. <clears throat> I said, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, excuse me, you will not 
D-Rod, Penny, you are not. And, and, and what's that damn movie? Why did I get married? Love each other. Stop this. Do you think that that was an award-winning performance? I blame the script. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bold take. Wow. I'm just saying. I'm like, excuse me. Janet Demita Joe Jackson has been acting since she was a child. Oh wow! And all of a sudden, she can't oh, act when go. she get you up on Tyler Perry so production. Janet, once they start using her middle name too, don't me. call her whole government like. Excuse <laughs> like me. And by the way, Jackson. y'all, the the album Demita Joe, a whole bop, and it's all because it of a bop. um that Listen, that asshole. I grew up watching Janet Jackson videos because my aunt felt like she was Janet Jackson reincarnated even though janet was still alive okay so <laughs> I, i've done it all okay i've seen her greatest hits music videos and all sorts of stuff i love janet Ooh. what i will but- say is the, <laughs> what i noticed during for color girls and i pointed this out to jays i felt like janet was playing the same role she played in good times as penny i just feel like she doesn't have much range i feel like that is she's typecast again i blame the script because mm, i mean okay. she was better in the nutty professor too so no <laughs> <laughs> oh you mean the nutty professor where she was a rocket scientist <laughs> wait that's an excellent movie i'm so glad you brought up nutty no it's professor a great movie. Is it? but again wait you're saying is it eddie murphy and the second one the second one was delightful no yeah yeah Oh, see, that's wow. again. Okay. Wait, see, that's how you know. That's Tyler. how you know you going you're stepping some lines. It was delightful. No, no, you know damn <laughs> well we gonna say no. <laughs> I thought it was a great film, honestly. And again, it's like I like Norbit. Maybe I just love Eddie, like him playing yes. funny. Like, I, I, just, I, I love Eddie. That's what I'm saying. My, I, think you just I like have Eddie my own trauma himself. with um the Nutty Professor and Norbit, so I'll leave okay. it on the cut room floor. <laughs> oh, but um um one that. <laughs> That soundtrack is, um, is that, and of course, one of the most triggering things in the Nelly Professor involves Dave Chappelle, which, girl, what? Of course it would be your ass. But yeah, no, there's a part in the first Nelly Professor I have not rewatched and I won't. Oh. I, I think all together, it's a good movie. It's just a triggering. lot. It's very triggering. triggering. That's why I've okay. never seen, I've seen clips of Nora, but I've never seen the movie as a whole. Mm. It's, not, it's not PC by any stretch. Oh, wait, do I have to put on not. a different pair of glasses and different lenses to watch it? Sure, but yep. I don't mind. I don't mind. That's um, what I say. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of like white comedies that I'm like, oh, it's like extremely problematic, y'all. I hear 40 year old version. Yeah, there's a lot of it, like, girl, girl. Oh, and I like that movie too. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I, I, maybe I should well, like you're problematic. I think this is all anyway. lining up for me. Yeah. Um, but right, maybe I'm like no, the two of us. She's the more uh, <laughs> controversial. Uh, <laughs> That's what we'll say. for sure, and I wouldn't disagree. I wouldn't okay. disagree. You can't. Um, for you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. It's like ah, oh, okay. Um, you said no, no disagreements. Not over. No, here. not you won't hear me disagree. Um, Spell crazy somewhere else. She's all full of. <laughs> right <laughs> maybe i'll out her for her bad traits later but not right now uh 
but I will okay. say for color girls, I like we were talking about the cast. I kind of just wanted to like read through the cast and say like mm-hmm. who's what and you know whatever. So Janet, I mean, like we're talking about top billing. Janet is the first character on the list. So Janet Jackson's in this movie. Kimberly Elise, Whoopi Goldberg, Felicia Rashad, Kerry Washington, Dandy Newton, Anika Noni Rose, Loretta Devine, Tessa Thompson, Macy Gray, Michael Ely, Amari Hardwick, Hill Harper. There's not a single person I just named that we don't know. Like these are all very famous literally their own all right. of them. I literally forgot. I was like, Hill Harper's in this movie. Oh, right. sure is. Literally forgot. And I mean literally. When I say literally, I'm like, oh, he is in this movie. I'm sure he wouldn't mind you forgetting. (laughs) Just like he forgot that Zaya Wade is. Never mind. It's okay. It's okay. Um so (laughs) seriously, Uh, you're her friend. All I really wanted to talk about was kind of just like some some themes in all Tyler movies, but how it kind of reflects itself in For Colored Girls and kind of what we notice and all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, my first thing that I have written down, honestly, the first one I that I feel like is the biggest issue with Tyler is the way women are portrayed and the mm-hmm. way with the character arcs of female characters in his movies. So is right. there, I don't know if you want to pick a character or an arc or anything, but is there a storyline or character in particular that stands out to you that you're like, okay, this is a, a prime example of how horribly he portrays women? In this movie in particular, or just- You could pick this movie, you could pick any movie, but I mean, it's a really up to you. Ooh, that's way go. too much fun. Oh minutes. <laughs> so the one that I always think of is literally- when he had that movie called Temptation and that lady who was literally had a husband who forgot anniversary. He literally could not, he did not care. He gave no care. The minute that she cheated on him, what happened? Poof, she got AIDS. I'm trying to figure out how we got here. (laughs) It's like, uh, yeah. Okay. Like that's right, Um, women, don't cheat because you'll get AIDS. Not even not gonorrhea, not chlamydia. No, full blown AIDS, girl. Wow. What? Wow. (laughs) Um, which honestly anatomically it doesn't happen, but okay. There is a difference between HIV and AIDS, AIDS. and very rarely do people uh you know progress to full blown AIDS in today's society. We have modern technology and medicine to prevent things like that from happening but you know um to go off of what you just said I feel like my main point is just the abuse that women seem to 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 endure in all of his movies no matter like what class she's in you know because in in the family that prays which uh you know this one that I watch she was making money Mm-hmm. But still, like, there's still some sort of like, abuse, whether it's verbal, physical, emotional, that these women just go through. And the reason why For Colored Girls in particular bothered me is because the title is For Colored Girls, right? So, I mean, minus the colored part, whatever. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> minus the colored part. Yeah, right, well, major yeah. part, let's throw that out. That's how yeah, you know let's, that. let's ignore that part. That's not even let's ignore game. that you know, just talk about the colored part. Um, but it's just like, it's almost sending to me, it's almost like it's sending a message like, yeah, this is for y'all because this is, this is what everyone's life is like. And I I know like realistically, obviously, like he's not saying that this is what every single black woman is going through, but 
I just, I didn't like that. He's like, this is how I'm portraying y'all for people to see. So if you want to know what it's like to be a Black woman, watch this movie. I feel like is what's running through the mind. Because we struggle all the time. Non-Black people, exactly. And what I also didn't like that now I'm thinking about is that the, the whole like working title is like for colored girls, I think who thought of trigger warning was suicide or something like that. Um, that when the rainbow wasn't enough. I got to remember. Right. And that, that, that was the other, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Sorry. sorry. Um, I was like, and that also bothered me just because it's, mm-hmm. I feel like with the movie, it's also kind of implying that people that um, feel the need to like have ideologies of suicide or are suicidal, it can only be because you're being abused to such a degree. And that's not true either. So I felt like it was a little bit of like a lot more like misinformation as well. Like your life can be going pretty great by everyone's standards and you can Mm -hmm. still feel, (laughs) you can still have these ideations. So that's another reason why this movie, like the title in and of itself also bothered me. But yeah, but literally every character was abused except for Felicia Rashad. Mm-hmm. right I was like there should be like a control group like one control nice woman even like Felicia was supposed <laughs> to be the the one but even then she was like annoying and not like a character you rooted for or really liked even she was just kind of there just right to she was annoying nosy. yeah right she was nosy like Sandy cursed her out a lot you know there was nobody that was like really just like liked life was going fine respected <laughs> kept the pushing like there was no character <laughs> none of the women at least Child, um, do you know what makes this even worse that us talking about this hmm. that is so many black women who knew the poems who knew the care so when they uh, when he announced he was doing it there were so many black women that were just like oh my god because they knew because they're like hey this is something kind of important to us and then it's turned into this. It's a joke. And there's so many people who've actually done like live orations of these poems. And it's like, oh, this is just sad. And this, and it sucks. Cause there's so many people who knew who knew the poem. They're like, oh my God, I remember doing this in high school, or I've seen someone do it in a park. And now it is the only thing they remember is that terrible movie where literally some dude on the second date was um date raping some woman and it's like see that's what y'all get y'all should be bringing these men home but we're ignoring the fact that homeboy literally came in her house and sexually assaulted her in her home it's like girl what like, like i feel like when tyler she took gave this- no indication that she was was interested in sex None. Or, like, or anything uh i'm like and, what just happened here it's like i yeah. why, what, and how did he just strip butt naked i'm so confused <laughs> by this i was like i like seeing the booty but it was like what what sexual what do you think how do you think sexual assault happens? right i'm so confused why you think it turns into porn i'm very very confused like uh tyler is this what you think happens on day rip he just one he ain't got no draws on he just get buck naked he just walk up in overalls his, his dick swinging is that what you think happens because i have thoughts and fee-fees and all of because them are like literally now right i was like <laughs> what well, um you so you think one day and he's like oh rape time no that's not how this works <sighs> you don't but think it, but it does in tyler land 
Right. It's like, oh, she cooking dinner. Up oh, time, time to like take advantage. Um, that's not how you don't think he would have worked a little bit harder at like lowering her. You know what? See, now I'm overthinking this or thinking. I don't know if it's over, just thinking. Just no, it's thinking. just thinking. Because <laughs> even I speaking of thinking, I wonder what Taylor Taylor. Tyler really thought when he picked the script up, because I feel like he thought it was gonna be like a black vagina monologue so like a really powerful like strong and that's what it is honestly designed to be but right of course you edited it in a weird way it's like <sighs> again with bringing no one on how are you a man fuck if you even the most connected feminist man of all time you're a man who is running the show the entire show for this movie no creative input from women and like no red flags on that None. You got all of these women in the cast who have been in Hollywood for a very long time. Or been in four colored girls. Like and they there. couldn't give any feedback. You weren't Direction. open to, yeah, like an open mm-hmm. conversation with them. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to like what I'm saying about the abuse of women, I even think about um, Whoopi's character. Hmm. Like Whoopi has played this role before. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it for her. She might not say anything, but I will. I'm tired of her having to be the dark-skinned woman that everyone thinks is ugly, but for some reason also wants to sexually assault her on a daily basis and tell her how ugly she is and how she is not worth anything. Like she's, we've seen this in the color purple. I don't need to see it again. So even that felt like very like, come on, like can can she have a win? Can the dark-skinned woman? have a win right why couldn't Whoopi have played Thandy's character where she was getting dick every night and all that huh right why well, she's getting too much dick right we that. never see her get too much dick why yeah, I think it so, would be cool. yeah, this is making me even um weird <laughs> because four color girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow's enough was actually written by a black woman this is mm. from the 70s and so that's the problem. It's kind of like it was written in the voice of a black woman. And then you basically her stuff was mansplained on film. I'm like, girl, what? Her name is Nazoki Shang. This or Shang J. That is her wow. as a choreo poem. So basically, you know, it was written by a woman. Right. And but you know exactly goes. where I realized, I'm like, no, this is him mansplaining. It was the point in which Michael Ely's character threw, you know, her kids out the window, which, whoa. And um, I don't need to see any movie with child abuse. That's for damn sure. Like, there's no, I mean, there's really no reason why you need to have any sort of sexual assault scenes in your movies as well. But there's no reason why you need to have little child abuse in your movies. And I will stand by that on anybody's movie. I feel like it does not add plot. It does not add depth. like I feel like I can get your point without it you know what I mean but anyway but Felicia Rashad's character goes up to what I don't remember what the woman's name is but her real name is Kimberly Lee and she's like you gotta take some accountability basically saying like because you didn't leave this man that's why your kids got thrown out the window and killed and I was just like that's not a that's not a plot line or like a wording that like a woman would use because you're not about to sit here and blame me for my alcoholic abusive boyfriend for killing my kids because I didn't 
I couldn't leave my abusive relationship. Like that doesn't make any sense. When I don't even want to blame Felicia, but quite quite as it's kept, you're the one that opened the door. I sent my kids over to your house because I knew what shit was. I mm-hmm. knew shit was shady at my right. You my were spot. babysitting. Why did he knocked on the door and you already know what's up? You you hear him banging. You're sitting with the kids and they're like, "Is that my mommy? She's getting fucked up in in the room next to you." And when he comes and knocks on the door, you open the door and give the kids to him, and you're in. You have Bizarre. nothing to do with this nothing bizarre weird it's it's so much of this wasn't in the poems this wasn't in the play and also (laughs) the women didn't have names they were just the women the woman in yellow the woman in blue they didn't have names that was the other part i'm like oh my god what the hell are you doing which is interesting because then we lose like a whole layer of meaning like there's 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 meaning associated with colors and the color choices so using names instead of using the meanings, compl- I mean, of and so they the just wear certain kind of, colors, and it's it like, also kind right. of justifies the title for color exactly. Girl. Yeah, now I understand it more. Yeah, <sighs> definitely. It's, this it's, is it's, why it is. It's black women's vag- black vagina monologues. Yeah, it's like you just tore this old down because it's like I had knew about it when before the movie and it was like because everybody talks about it yeah like especially special circles of black women so when he said it's like wait a minute why do they have names he took some real creative liberties with the movie overall but especially that part like I didn't know they didn't have names and now that you say that 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 really makes a lot of sense my mother was the one who told me because she she knew about it Mm -hmm. so she was like they did she's like Stephanie because we went to go see it she said they didn't have names it's like what she's like it was just the women in color she's like that's it they were wearing certain colors so yeah. like we I know the women and think that's what that. women are supposed to be yeah because if like, you go on like if you watch it via like HBO like you go into the casting it mm-hmm. says like Janet Jackson I forgot what her name was in the movie Joe maybe mm-hmm. um and then it's that says, lady like, the name like red or something like that you know yeah. what I mean she's only um, the woman in red mm-hmm. it's so like, it's just like again we could have kept that if you want to do a whole play adaptation then keep it like I I don't understand <laughs> this is why I say don't do these adaptations I'm really glad you brought up Joe because my next point is the <laughs> theme of STIs yes in Tyler's yes. films yes um, for those who haven't watched, I'm assuming most people will have at this point, but if you need a, to jog your memory, um, Janet Jackson's plotline in this movie is basically that her husband sleeps with men and he gave her <laughs> HIV from sleeping with men. Um, Homophobia, but yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, so what, go ahead, Jay, what were you about to say about it? Um, I was just saying like, when I was talking about like these themes of like homophobia um, in this particular one, I, that's just homophobic like you can't just be like oh because he was out here sleeping with men he contracted HIV like in, again like we work so hard to kind of like disassociate gay people from well, gay men in particular from yeah. this yeah. HIV trope and like you're just throwing them right back in it and then you're also throwing in the down low black brother like <laughs> that sure. trope in there as well court, mm, sure. <laughs> no you couldn't and the bad part about it is is that he was like, you're with this man. You're saying that he's down low. And of course he gives her HIV or AIDS. I can't remember which one it is, but it was sitting here like, how come even in this, she is getting punished? How? How come he not looking downtrodden going to the pharmacy? Right, doesn't he have it too? He didn't, There was no 
it made it seem like it skipped him. It didn't make and she was no just like a, he was a carrier and just gave it to her. Like yeah. she was, was so the one confused. with the cough and he had no symptoms. Like I'm confused. I'm so confused. I was like, wait a minute. So he just look cuz you're not taking medication so you have not come to a level where you were had you had undetectable HIV <laughs> It's like we're not at that point where literally because of modern science and research, we've now gotten to where we can get um, drugs and cocktails and mixtures of drugs for people who have HIV and AIDS. And now it's like they can get so low that it's undetectable. That means it's undetectable and they can't pass it to anybody else. This was 2010. Correct. <laughs> we don't And also that. like he couldn't, he couldn't have fucked a woman and gave her, given her HIV. I mean, did it have to be a man? Is that the only way it could No, on? like herpes is, we have no cure for herpes either. You couldn't have just gave her herpes? Like, I don't huh. Why? I'm like, oh, it's a statement. It is a statement. Y'all ain't shit. Right. That's and that's my point. Like, why do you have to be this down low? I don't like, even understand. Like, do, you, do you have it? I'm like, I need to understand where you're getting all this from because that's the other thing. <laughs> Where is life imitating art? Yeah, yeah. This was not in the play. Her getting HIV that because one, this was was set. No, this was written in the 1970s, right before the 80s. Right. Yes. So he put that in the movie. (laughs) You raggedy (laughs) bitch. Hold on. I love him like needing that to be in the movie. Like oh, he's like, I will concede on other things. Has, has a layer to it. You went out of your way to do this. Wow. So let me find out. She's wow. the woman in red, right? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was her plot? So, like let's see. Subjects were rape, abandonment, abortion, and domestic violence are tackled. None of the HIV and AIDS because it's pre. It's a precursor. Mm. But it's like a lot of the ladies they will be together in red. So. Um, so this was her one of her solo poems called No Assistance. The Lady in Red addresses an ambiguous you throughout the monologue. She has loved this you strongly and passionately for eight months, two weeks, and a day without any encouragement. She decides to end this affair and leaves a note attached to a plant that she has watered every day since she met this person. Wait, and they twisted that because somebody else had a plant mm-hmm. that they said, Yeah, they that watered. was Loretta Divine's yes, character. Loretta was like, but then it also it didn't feel justified it didn't make any sense it's just like she just randomly was like i have this plan i've been watering since the day i met you and i'm done watering it's like wait what the way you yeah. explained it in that synopsis made it better than the entire plot line of the plant in the movie yeah because she was in another play that was talking about um trigger warning rapists um and she during that play she states that society only believes someone is a rapist if they are a perverted stranger mm-hmm so yeah, so it's kind of like her storyline with her husband down low. Yeah, that has nothing to do with like, who's <laughs> added that shit. And it's like, that actually, I was like, okay, so that actually makes me mad. And I was like, yeah, that's not in it. Because the AIDS epidemic happened in the 80s. It's just, what a waste of a of a good man, Mr. Amari Hardway, or whatever. Shit, I forgot. I was like, oh, that's right. That was him. As long as you ain't not touching Beyonce, we good, boo. Don't come up here trying to touch Beyonce. Only I can try to touch Beyonce and lose. Okay, not and lose. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm really upset about that Jen thing. I did not realize that. Um, <laughs> like you said, it already intimidation. No, I'm really upset. <laughs> I'm really upset. Um, like you it's said, it happened in temptation. It also happened in Girl. Why Did I Get Married, where Girl. 
um tasha smith what is her name in the movie i just watched it too um the more the more hood couple like they were the stereotypical yeah. hood couple she did hair like you know yeah stereo- you know. stereotype um mm-hmm. they were both cheating on each yeah, other one, and- one of these bitches had to have a hair salon because of course we do of course i mean he couldn't resist making the ghetto character the one that does hair so he um so yeah they were cheating on each other simultaneously and they got chlamydia that was the first time it was like finally not hiv like you know there and are other things curable i'm like oh okay but he had to overnight because one of one of these assholes had to be a doctor yes yes and wasn't Girl. it him yes of course it was Tyler Perry's movie. Yes, I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. Yeah, Why you can't just he be? be the janitor. And his name in the movie is Terry, which is so close to Tyler. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he writes these roles for him. Like, that's my point. In mind. He's always a good guy with a decent oh, so, job. So Tasha Smith's um, um, character's name was Angela. Yes, Angela. Okay, there we go. And he loves to book. I mean, that was just the theme I mentioned earlier, but like, he just loves to book the same people. And every time he books Tasha, he has her playing that same hood, rat, ghetto, around away girl type of character. She does it great, but like, what else does she have to offer? Yeah. So, you know, because we'll of never know. Why Did I Get Married To? Let me just tell you this. This is very, very random because we were like, oh shit, I forgot. You know, if we had a three, we could have seen more of the rock because he also was in a tyler perry movie what movie why did i get married oh, too remember yeah, he... he was the person at the end i was like oh shit yeah so i did not like, remember he... that he's gonna Her... be like janet's new love interest after yeah. <laughs> now, let me tell you something when people like, by he, they were like um you know why the rock act like he don't want to be black i'm like when has he ever said that i'm like yeah no no Oh, not hello. the rock i'm absolutely hollering i did not remember that he was in why did i get married to yeah girl he he truly is that everybody it in this movie. It came on a few months ago and i went he was in this movie oh my god oh my god <laughs> but you see how tyler didn't give his ass a fucked up hairdo wig or Honey. anything else what no no wig and he's worn some terrible wigs child yeah. and no wig, he just, uh, just, you just let his tall fine black Samoan ass walk up in that caramel colored suit looking good I'm like yes that's right give but I need y'all to put him in the movie where he bald head and he got that salt and pepper beard like on that cover Ebony you playing with me like wow. get out of here I'm like I'm okay. sorry he is so fine but I was like why do you like him I'm like I don't know he's fine he cute yeah. yeah he is cute he cute um kind of just random again we're talking themes here um I just I think it's interesting the dynamics that family and friends have in these Tyler Perry movies now again Mm. one of my supplemental movies was Medea's Fan Reunion and the dynamic of Mm. The, the two sisters the one that was getting abused and was supposed to get married at the end of the movie versus the one sister who was like the darker skin sister that of course the mom hated and had been molested as a child and like had really gone through it um compared to the fair skin light-eyed sister who like had her whole life had been catered to her and the mom even said that like I've done everything for you to make sure you live the perfect life fuck my dark skin daughter but like you or like my brown skin daughter but you I treat like a prize um right. And the dynamic of like the sister, like the one sister had to sleep with the other sister's dad in order for them to have a place to lay their head. And the mom just like sold off her 
fair-skinned daughter to like this millionaire who hits her she has no qualms about it and then he calls you know the daughter calls her to you know the devil she should go to hell she goes I vacation there it's just like very bizarre like I don't feel like those are very realistic dynamics like yes there are problematic dynamics or like rough dynamics in any community but like from the dynamics I know of black people you know I don't really see things like that happening so can I just tell you <laughs> can I just tell you she is a half a shade lighter than her I'm like if Tala if you really want to tell it you might 100%. want to tell it I'm 100%. sitting here like these two light-skinned women what the hell is going on here and it's like why like he just wanted her so bad I'm like first of all y'all both the same shade second of all <laughs> it's Lynn. and I'm just sitting here like <laughs> Tyler, what the fuck you think? Why is it? <laughs> Why is like all of this in every place? It's like, Lord have mercy. I it's like he does a paper like, bag test with his actresses. And he like, really did. You don't I'm pass, like, all like, of, going look to here. You gave him the comb test. You gave him like the wall test, the paper bag test. They all passed. And I'm sitting here like, now, Tyler, if you really want to tell Not now, it, Tyler. You, listen here, Emmett. If you really want to tell the story, you might want to diversify the skin tones of your children because there's no possible way that both of them women got the same skin tone, but they got different daddies. No, the fuck you not. You better fix it. <laughs> fix and he it. gave her like dreads no kind of to make her, like right. he wanted us to really like, know. Why didn't, they literally did look like sisters, which sure, but yeah. it still was like, it, there shouldn't be at least, at least, a degree and a half difference in skin tone you could actually understand it more but it's like I feel like if he did it'd been too much dip on his chip so that was a relationship that just really stood a dynamic that really stood out to me that was absolutely blasphemous and, poor, and, and oh and that poor and again not saying that this is not someone's reality because I don't know correct you know yeah, I mean? yeah yeah um but it's just like the portrayal of this kind of like level of just fucked up shit is like on it's it's across all the movies like like every single movie we have to have a really fucked up plot line like that there's always and, also he loves the evil mother evil stepmother stereotype too loves it and, and it's like let me tell you something tyler you will do nothing to make me hate blair underwood i don't do that day. what the <laughs> fuck you say first of all that's blair fucking underwood and i'm like he because that's yeah i did feel that and though. again of course we're talking about like Ooh. skin color it, it can't actor. be not that announced man, that he is darkest so fine it's like get out of my face he is so fine and i'm like now why you had to do that why i had to be a dark-skinned dude why is it that all they all I abusive think by the time the color girls came around you know, people started coming onto his little colorism thing. So he's like, you better you know, have some high yellow dude being yeah, an evil so person. Like, <laughs> and you didn't even show what he did. They cut it all away. I'm like, because one, yeah. it's involving children. So of course, but it was still like, wait a minute, hold up. Yeah, he had the most you would have shown them on the ground. You would have had like a pan of, this was a darker skin dude, pan of them on the ground, girl. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. even, and the guy that, you know, assaulted Anika Rose was also like it. So I guess right. by that um, time people were on. And he had no draws thing. on. He just walking free balling down the streets. That were <laughs> <Can> you <laughs> like imagine? You turn around and this man is like undressing. Like what the? It's like anyway. hold up. It's like but I look, sir. You ain't got to do all 
all of that because I'm gonna still fuck you. But again, if you want to have that conversation, rape is not, I'm sorry, sexual assault is not about sex. It's about power. So there's that. You made it seem like it's more about sex and attraction. I'm like, that's not how any of this works. Right. Like you actually, you could have just waited to the end of this line and I'm sure she would have been about it, but clearly that's not what you were asking. I'm like, you kind of find that. I feel like if she invited you to your home, she's like, let me see how he act in my house. Exactly. He can get this puss, but no, Tyler. You're like, oh, she making spaghetti. Let me rip off these clothes. Is that what we're doing? (laughs) Um, But in his earlier movies, it was all about the dark skinned man being the problems. Like, CC, you know, diary mad black woman, you know. Like you just um, said, Blair Underwood and Family Reunion. Blair Underwood in that one. Yeah. I just there's so many like what are you doing sir that's why again story editor (laughs) or at least other writers especially for color girls he definitely needed black women in the room with him he did did. just it's just on period you can't take the work of a black woman and then mansplain it for the screen and people like so this wasn't in it and that wasn't in it and that's not necessary this is not necessary and it's like I'm Tyler Perry I do what the fuck I want it's like (laughs) he doesn't flat out say that but sometimes it's the way he says things like look I'm the only person who can make my stuff I'm like you made it a point to talk about like your plays like bar none some entertaining there's not a black household who probably on some holiday will be watching the stage play Medea's family reunion yeah They'll watch that because that's the thing. That's the first thing I heard about Tyler Perry was Medea's family reunion, the play. Yeah, same. I mean, now listen, he's right. There is no one that can make what you make because this <laughs> is trash. <laughs> and I hope no one else is making this shit. Okay, <laughs> we only need one Tyler Perry. And that's Damn. not necessarily giving you a compliment. All right. Damn. I love that you're a nice guy outside of your work. But, um, you know, it's, it's classic. Like, do I separate the artist from their work? Yeah. if I don't the work is trash and therefore he is trash if I do then I'm finding it really hard to separate it because I don't understand how you could create sure. these films and I and I agree with you because it's like you think about the laundry list the caliber of actors because the thing about it is you couldn't have these movies no matter how much we like yeah so I have issues with this that and the third look at the caliber of uh, actors these aren't slouches yeah so it's kind of like mm, mind you rock was in 45 seconds of a movie and i'm like and i know he ain't just phone that in i, I feel like no, not even gabrielle union and i kind of like gabrielle so it's kind of like they're people like when they come they're like i know tyler perry y'all gonna say something but they still going to give somewhat of their best yeah they're not phoning it in I like to blame a lot of it on his directorial choices too, because like I feel like whatever fuck it, the writing's horrible. Okay, there have been movies where a director steps up and really makes a movie what it is, and like the way people deliver lines, the way like the Mm -hmm. passion, like the reshooting. This is going to be good enough. This scene isn't. I need you to think like this. This is where her mind is at. You're giving these people no, like you said, these are very talented people amazing it's like you think of like a ava duvernay or denzel they're taught you see them when you do see the bts behind the films you see them giving notes like ryan you see them giving notes it's kind of like 
they're like, look, we're in this scene and I want you to think about this. Like this is their motivation or this is like where your mind needs to be. Where are the notes? What are the notes? Look, because I I don't feel like Hi, look, you better go get Regina King because I bet you she can step your shit up. Regina Come King been silently doing a lot of directing and Debbie Allen. See, that's the thing. Debbie Allen changed a different world. Yeah, she did. She flipped it right on his head. And it's like, I'm sorry, we don't even talk about the first season anymore. I mean, we know. <laughs> but it's like, we only talk about Jaleesa. Yeah, I said it. And, and Whitley. Wheatley. Of course. But no, it was like yeah. Debbie Allen came back and turned that shit right on around. And that was Bill Cosby's baby. And he said, Let me, yeah. Let me fix this. Let me fix this. And you. it was fixed. It was. Just saying. And, I, and I just they don't had know. heavy stuff and it wasn't heavy handed. It was a half an hour comedy and it still had more depth than a almost two hour do- Tyler Perry movie. That says a lot <laughs> about the writers. The producers, because Suzanne DePass is one of them, and the directors. It's like, you need a team. And Tyler's very much like, I'm trying to keep costs low. And I know what my um, I know what my audience is. Your television audience or your movie audience is two different things, because everybody not watching your shows, but the damn next show might watch your movie. And it's like, wait, this is a little heavy-handed, sir. It's like, get out of my face. Which leads to the next theme, I think, perfectly, which is Tyler's mm-hmm. narcissism. um again every movie that he does he writes directs produces it's a tyler perry production on top of Mm -hmm. that in his production company Mm -hmm. he's in it usually playing multiple characters again Mm -hmm. like jay said if he's in it he's playing like the most stand-up character the most honorable character the oh i'm supposed to feel bad for this guy because he's the nothing but the right thing character um and he doesn't really invite himself you know to like we were kind of talking about, like the table to talk. There's no spitballing. There's no ideas. There's no brainstorming. It's whatever Tyler thinks is right. It's going to be done in his movies. He's not open Mm -hmm. to criticism Mm -hmm. in that way. Um, What do you think, if you had to pick of the four, him acting in his roles, directing, writing, producing, of the four, which do you think he should give up the most? What did you, you said? Writing, acting, directing. Writing, acting, directing, producing. Which which of the four, if you had to relinquish one title from Tyler? Which this is like very take? hard because I wanted to relinquish it all. Writing. Um, writing, writing at hands yeah. down, writing. But probably writing. Like I can't really, it's hard to argue that someone's a bad director when the writing is not even there also. You know what I mean? Because right. it's like, is it a bad he's a bad director or is the the script just terrible like i, I could only do but so much with a terrible script look so, at he was not terrible in star trek so i feel like that's fine it's the writing oh. i said it <laughs> <laughs> he ain't bad okay. in, apparently he allegedly is not bad in an alex cross movie either so again oh i haven't seen that writing i haven't either that's why i said alleged allegedly right we're watching it horrible <laughs> <gasps> oh really oh no i'm saying like what if we did oh okay okay yeah i'm cool with giving up the writing too because that is the root of the issue production is more so like funding stuff so i'm not really whatever if he has the money no the production is there he has the money he just doesn't want to spend it right so like okay whatever he can produce i don't mind him producing my you know my second director i he can continue to act like this Mm -hmm. milquetoast character in all these movies i don't really give a Mm -hmm. fuck but Mm -hmm. his 
the Tyler Perry touch on everything is what I cannot handle. I don't like your touch. Like, I just don't like it. Like, I don't know. I don't want to see it. I don't like what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and going back to the whole narcissism thing, uh, part of what is, and he's a, he's a master, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people think that like, oh, like this person's a narcissist and generally like you don't just come out and like know immediately someone's a narcissist Mm -hmm. they have a lot of skill and talent in getting people on board with them and liking them and so it tracks that this is the art that he's producing that these might be really his feelings at least subconsciously about women but for some reason no one can seem to say he's a bad guy yeah um in real life because he's perfectly curating his image because that's what narcissists do they want you to like them because that's how they get further along ahead whatever because honestly maybe it's a little weird that he doesn't have any negative reviews why not because me being my true authentic self me not trying to cater to somebody so that somebody can like my image someone's going to dislike me like that's just what it is (laughs) but the person that's consciously aware of people liking them and doing these seemingly altruistic things so that people can like them and he's so concerned about his squeaky clean image. So concerned about you're even helping the fucking royals. Like, give me a fucking break. Okay. <laughs> like, there's something they're not telling us. There Isn't is it? a colonial woman churning butter on the airplane. I don't feel like not colonial. <laughs> the thing about it is, is that it's so interesting that that's the thing. Tyler had a literally made it a point to let everybody know it hurt his feelings when Spike Lee talked about his work. Yes, he couldn't shut up about it. He was bitching about it. I would go. He so was far as really, say. really. He really was. And the thing about it is, he turns it into, "If you don't like my work, you're anti-black." And I'm sitting yes. here. He don't flat out say that, but he kind of alludes to it. And it's like, to a certain extent, Tyler, I hear what you're saying. I don't agree, but I hear what you're saying, mostly because sometimes people just need stupid shit to laugh at. How and ever? Some people just can't turn off like women. What the fuck? Why she got to get AIDS because her man ain't shit? Wait, why? <laughs> why is that? Why? What was the reason, Cheryl? What is this? It's like I get it. We should have our own stupid shit that we laugh at. We do. It's it's called um, Russ Parr Productions. <laughs> yeah, but I can't laugh at that shit. I can't laugh at it in every single movie. That's the thing. Sometimes, like no tea, no shade. The Medea Boo movies are kind of funny. They get a wait. They really do. (laughs) Wait, because my cousin is obsessed with the Boo movies. My mother is too. She said, "Stephanie, I was in here screaming at (laughs) at Boo too." I said, "For real?" She's like, "I love it so much." So it's kind of like it's fine, but it's like Tyler just. If people laugh, please do not think they got to have some, you know, extremely hot take and say how well done the script is. Yeah. It's not. It's just funny as shit. Live with that. You got the money. You have a very low budget, which means you're getting a lot of revenue back from your shit. You write, produce, and star and direct your shit. You don't have to pay nobody. So it's right. like live in your very expensive house, help Mer- help Megan and Harry escape the racism in the UK and come to the racism in Canada. That's fine. <laughs> Don't care. It's kind of like, just, just stay there, but stop thinking that people got to like critique you as if 
you are Spike Lee. <clears throat> and quite and honestly, everybody um, has their critique of Spike Lee too. Let's yeah, very, yeah, to be yeah. very clear. Let's be clear. Okay, this, this is, he deserves a little bit of smoke too. Okay, right. And did you know what he says? I don't give a shit what y'all think. And that's how As he, he should have been. Yeah. So, and that's so the, the reality is like with within any profession, there is some mm-hmm. sort of like peer review, right? Like especially like right. a medical field. Like if you're right. a doctor and you have to write shit, all your shit's gonna be peer reviewed. Whatever right. your peers have to say is kind of what goes. Um, and there's a reason why they do that. So another director talking and saying that I don't like how you direct, that's it's it shouldn't have offended you so much. But again, if you're a narcissist who's trying to perfectly create their image. I don't want to hear anything negative about me, right? So it's just like I don't know why he took it so offensively. Like, there's directors out there. Spike Lee, because I think he looked at it like Spike Lee doesn't like my shit. No, he doesn't. Like, he took it very personal. He took it because he called it a minstrel show. He he, basically like Tyler was cooning, and so it's like, should that hurt your feelings? Because it's Spike Lee, of course. It's like nothing about it. It's like Tyler. I, I kind of understand why. It's like because he's Spike Lee, and that's what Spike Lee thinks. But do you know there are people who are like fuck Spike Lee and what does his little ass do? Sit courtside now, hopefully, of the Knicks games. I don't give a goddamn what y'all think, and that's exactly what Tyler should have did. But no, he wanted. He wants the money and the praise, and baby, yeah. you're not going to get both. Right. If you're doing because a mic, Spike if you're doing a cash why. grab, you're not yeah. going to. And it's not about yeah. quality. Correct, because Spike Lee cost Denzel Washington the Oscar for Malcolm X, the yeah. movie that he should have gotten one for. That was Spike Lee. They're like, oh, we f- we don't like him, so guess what, Denzel? You're going to get one for that movie where you paid a bad cop. <laughs> what? Not that he shouldn't have. It was just like, but Malcolm X was right there. Like, yeah, the Oscars I mean, love to give out a sympathy Oscar, too. Like if Any they of up- Denzel's movies, that American Gangster, John Q., I don't know about y'all, but I cried throughout John Q. I, so. love, I love Denzel. Okay. He's like, why are you go by Denzel? Because somebody else in my family's called Denzel. Oh. Oh. Okay. Denzel. <laughs> Denzel. It, it really is Denzel, but he goes by Denzel. And it's like, okay, girl. <laughs> yeah, I will, yeah, I will continue to say Denzel because Denzel Hello? doesn't roll off the tongue in the same way. It doesn't. Um <laughs> Okay, we're getting kind of toward the end of the themes. Um, one of the themes kind of, you were even alluding it to it, Stephanie, but it's mm. the unpredictable and often unexplained plot twists in the movie. They never mm-hmm. feel earned or like payoff when they happen. You know, sometimes when it's a big plot twist, you can go back throughout the movie with hindsight and be like, okay, well then this was hinted here or I understand this justification because of the motivation of that or anything like that. But in Tyler's movies, oftentimes it feels as though he just has tropes or storylines. He just wants to get out. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what character it goes. So he could pick out of a fucking hat. He doesn't care. He just wants to get out what he wants to get out. So I'd love to hear any favorite plot twists or unpredictable turns in his movies that stand out to you all. In the family that prays, a movie that I thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are the only Tyler films that I can actually go on record and say I not love it. that yes. bad? Yes. It's yes. really yes. not that bad and it's probably because you included some white people including our queen Kathy Bates. Okay. Woo. I, I, look at Kathy Bates in a in a southern twangy white woman voice. Love it. Give me more of it. The fact that this was the part that got me 
was that the husband who was trying to build his company decided to take money out of his wife's account to get it. And then that's how he discovered that she had a secret account. And I said, you know what, Tyler, what you're not going to do is sit here and say that some bank in the United States of America <laughs> going to give, listen, my clean We're gonna relay that information. That's going to clean out an account that his fucking name not on. Who? 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 Number one. And number two, you also not going to try to act like no matter what she's doing on the side, that that is okay. You can't just go to the bank and just empty out my account. Like, wait, that your not- name is not on. Even and on. Then your name's not on. You can take all the money out. And then you got this light bright ass child in your house and going, what? That ain't my baby. Bitch, what? <laughs> what? And then I was like, he just smacked her in the face. I'm like, wait, so not only is he a thief, he is now a domestic assaulter. Girl, nigga, What? Again. Tyler, that's way too much. You're this, like, no, how dare you slap her? The bitch you can't stand? What? What? <laughs> that whole line. Yeah. That whole, it, all of that. It's like, girl, Alfred Wooden could not save this scene. <laughs> I said, girl, she's standing there just a shivering. I said, what is going on? Why is nobody calling the police? She just was like, oh, shivering. you just slap my child. This obedient child that is fucking that white man to keep in gifts and fucking him in some random ass hotel room that everybody in his family Ooh. used to fuck Ooh. the black women in the town. What? <laughs> what is this? And I love this movie. I love also, this movie. Fun fact about that movie, which I don't know, I went on a little K-hole about it. So, you know, the white man, I don't, I'm so sorry. That is not that so damn sorry. fine. I'm like, I need y'all to get a, Tyler, get a there are finer white men in yeah, Atlanta. Anybody listening to this? That is and white, nobody, so excuse me. I love him. He's a, he's a strict, that white man is a very good villain. However, he is not like, get my pussy wet villain. Okay. Mm. No. Girl. No, he's not. But he's, no. Is that he is married in real life to this woman named, I think her name is Cynthia, who is the twin sister to this woman named Brittany, who played Kelly Pitts on the game. Brittany Day. Yes, <laughs> I forgot there she has a twin. Yes. Yes. And they were on Sweet Valley High. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She was. I remember <laughs> the whole thing. A hole about it. That was a whole, that. you just went down the wormhole because I used to watch Sweet Valley High. That was their show. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. They played the Sweet Valley High Twins. I was like, that's yep. right. I didn't know that was Cole Hauser's wife. What you say? Yep. Hmm. That's, that is that I, that's how I, this bad that I actually know his name. I was like, yeah, because he's a Girl, you heard me struggling earlier at Unitarian. I was like, I don't know this 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 white man's name. <laughs> I'm sorry. This was like, I, and I probably missed it. I'm so sorry. It was like, was I not paying You were fantasizing, probably. I probably was. Yeah. It was not about him. He is a fantastic <laughs> yeah, villain, saying, but my God. <laughs> yeah, you were saying how unattractive you find him. So <laughs> Yeah, no. I got to find this other white man who has this beautiful ice blue eyes, and he is stunning, and he could have been him. I'm sorry. Keep going. He was in Minority Report. I got to find him. Okay. Um... Jay, did you already give your favorite plot twist? Uh, no, but the only one I would say, it's oldie but a goodie. It's in Diving Mad Black Women where um, suddenly he gets shot in the courtroom because there's no metal detectors, apparently. 
ends yeah. up like you know, metal like, detectors. No metal detectors this vibe. He ends up paraplegic, <laughs> but only temporarily because you know we see that he gets up eventually. And so now she has to be his caretaker, which is another theme that he loves to do. He loves to turn a black woman into a caretaker. Um, we always the mammy, ain't we? Always <laughs> mammy. Oh, wait. If I had a con of family that prays, it was that the black woman had to be mammy to this white woman. Yeah, that's true. Fucking mind. It's true. So the and the only way I'm... she ended up getting money in the end was because of this white woman. Correct. Right. It stashed away for a rainy day. Girl, what? I wish the fuck I would be slinging any hash and I got millions yeah, of dollars. Girl, I'd be out. Done. So the white man I'm thinking of, his name was Neil McDonough. Yeah, a real miss. Yeah, I was like, he he looks he looks old now, but back then he would have worked. I'm just saying. Maybe the plot twist. I mean, in for color girls, if we're circling back, I mean there were quite a few that were really jarring. Um, But yeah, definitely throwing the kids out the window was pretty pretty crazy. And like I was telling Jay that I've noticed, well, that movie kind of tipped me over, but I had already noticed that like also who doesn't get a great rep in movies are veterans. Veterans are Mm -hmm. never represented in a positive light, or if they are, if they mention they're a veteran, it's usually to justify why they're going to do something crazy or why right something negative about them. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So if I'm also giving credit to that. Like, oh, so the reason why it makes sense for him to be throwing the kids out the windows is because, like, he's a drunk and he's a veteran? Because they didn't really give any context otherwise why he would. Because just because he hits the mom doesn't mean he would drop the kids out the window. Yeah. Um, right. And and exactly. like, what? It's like, why are you, gra- why is he, he don't seem the type that would kill himself. Why did he just throw the kids out the window? But it's just like, again, this whole narrative of like, this is the reason why you're abusive, or this is the reason yeah. why I'm doing this. Like, that's no. And y'all and are I'm bad like, pickers. Not yeah. that you're no. terrible men. Women are just bad pickers. But that right. doesn't negate the fact that, hey, hi, some of these men, or damn near all of them in your movies ain't shit. But of course, it's her fault for picking this ain't shit man who probably didn't show he was ain't shit and it's her fault for not somehow having the wherewithal to leave an abusive relationship and like who gets who is able to just leave an abusive relationship let alone when you have kids like come on right and they mentioned in one of her monologues that they're high school sweethearts so i imagine like she has a lot dependency on this guy and like i'm sure they have like a um what do they call it not symbiotic but like codependent like yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah. so For it's sure. not so easy um yeah so I didn't like the whole pinning it back on her but again like you were saying Jay with the veteran talk um to to, to have this whole veteran storyline with no follow-up with it really other no. than to kind of use it as an umbrella as to why mm-hmm. he's abusive um right. why he's an alcoholic it just kind of it's harmful because now it's like now we like this is like I treat y'all fucking veterans this this is the war mm-hmm. y'all want me to sign up for like this is the country y'all want me to sign up for like so that I can get back home and I need mental health help and you over here talking about it. that's why she will throw her kids out the window because she quit you know like it was just like I feel like if I was a veteran watching that right. or like, even like a veteran that had struggled with mental health issues after my service I would mm-hmm. be like <laughs> yeah girl I would be hurt almost like yeah. come on like I'm not gonna throw my kids out the fucking window just because I'm having PTSD like that's not how right because like I had a shot of vodka this morning and my wife looked at me weird like now <laughs> like, gonna drop the kids out the window and like as he did it he was explaining it as like 
oh, like, do you love me more than them type thing? Like, wait, what? Like, I don't know if this is how this all would go down. And again, a very frustrating part of that is like, why no one that was on the ground, multiple people were on the ground watching this happen. No one went to go save them. They were all on the other side of the street. Like, wait, My no! Was like, wait. Mr. Shard's character, who's like, don't just stand there. You're the only one who really knows what's going on. So I'm not even looking at other people on the street. Cause like, if I just pulled up and I just see that shit, I'm like, oh, what the? It might take you a minute to be like, oh, what the fuck is going on? But you already know what's what's good. You already know that he got the, that he was beating the wife. You already know that he has the kids in there with him. You need to be mm-hmm. down here talking about like, okay, y'all, let's get something under them so we can get, grab the kids. Like she didn't have no game plan in that box. Cause I'm like, this is your fault anyway. You should not have returning children to him. No. Hmm. And um, well, he was in a fit of rage. Like we've quite honestly throughout this movie had not seen him angrier. And that was the perfect time <laughs> to give him back to the kids. You gave him the kids when he was at his peak angry. That doesn't make any sense. That it doesn't. It doesn't make it. It was like it literally, it makes no sense when you think about it. I'm like, why is it that these are terrible men in these movies? And all of the consequences fall back on the women. Damn near all mm-hmm. of them. That is really all true. Them. All of a sudden, it's like even in Family Praise, which, by the way, is one of the better ones. The best. Even if- then, at the end, all of a sudden, like she get fired. I don't understand why would she get fired. I I don't understand. But okay, all of a sudden, her weave is bad. She got to wear a snatch bag. She live in like you know a one bedroom. Yeah, she lives in like a trailer home. It was just like, and then wait a minute, hold up. This man smacked her in broad daylight in front of everybody, and here she go giving him money. Girl, choke. What? It's like no I, way. I, I'm I'm sorry. I don't you know understand that white man not claiming that baby because um hello that's probably one of the more realistic things out here. I'm not, I'm yeah, that saying. is honestly. I, I was just like, why is it that everybody? And I feel like we've talked about Medea, but um, so meet the Browns and I can do bad all by myself. So first of all, I I put this in because this was my thing. Tyler Perry movies are fun to go see at movie theaters because you mm-hmm. meet other random ass black women and laugh at funny shit. Because in Meet the Browns, you had everybody, even Irma, I think it's Irma P. Hall. Um, may she rest in peace because she's no longer with us. And Angela Bassett <clears throat> playing a young mother. You kept <laughs> young mother in the script. You could have just said you mothers these days. See, Tyler, see how that works without you going like what? Because Irma said these young mothers. I was sitting, my mother was on the right side of me and the left side was some random ass black woman I've never seen before and I don't even remember what it looked like. She said young mother and we both said young mother because hi, at the time of this movie, Angela Bassett was 50 years old. <laughs> and I'm like, she looks extremely well, but let's be very clear. She doesn't look like a young mother she had a teenager a little five-year-old and then this girl who was like look i just pull and y'all have like fried green tomatoes in your house i might live here forever because i don't get no food i'm like young mother would be like maybe 35 ish you know like taraji p henson and i can do bad all by myself so i will die on this hill Angela should have been in I Can Do Bad All By Myself and Taraji should have been in Meet the Browns. Because mm. that would have made more sense. Because you kept, because they kept saying young mother. I'm like, 
She could have again said, with Mother's like his hiring and like what are the casting calls? I don't think he does them. I truly he think he wants the celebrity in it and they're just in it. It doesn't matter what the character calls for or the skills or the attributes. He doesn't give a fuck. He wants somebody in the movie. He needs them in the movie they haven't been. Angela, it's high time you're in it. Play this young mother role. Yeah, and also shout out to I Can Do Bad All By Myself because it also had a fairer skinned man being a terrible person. Yes. Brian J. White. I'm like, see, you're learning. <laughs> it takes years, but he gets there. It takes some years. Oh, I forgot Marvin Winans was in this movie. Sweet Christmas. Okay. He was in um, I Can Do Bad All By Myself? Mm-hmm. Hmm, I don't remember that. Apparently either. he was past the Brian. Um, yeah, and what is that one with Irene with Tiana Taylor? Which I was like, girl, if you don't, she was funny. Oh my God. I'm like, I love Tiana Taylor. I, I love her. I have loved her ever since she got a bike for her sweet 16 and not a call because she had no fucking call. <laughs> I said, girl, I love you. Because so she much. lived in Harlem. <laughs> she was just like, I don't want no bike. I'm like, girl, I love you. Okay. I love Tiana Taylor. I love, is that how all of us met her was on Super Sweet 16? Why did yes. we all watch that episode? Yes. Everyone Every, I know. Everyone's like, I remember her. I love us in Super Sweet 16. They're like, do you know how long ago it was? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? And how long? Medea's big happy family. That's what it was. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And then she did that. It, and then she came out with that song, Google Me, Google, Google me, me Baby, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was on my MySpace page. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Google thing was, baby. even with, <laughs> the the casting in that movie you had natalie DeSell, may she rest in peace loretta divine eight bow wow is there not being pretending to be on a private jet you had tam the mans you had cassie davis who can fucking sing and tyler perry is the reason why isaiah mustafa has a movie credit because he was the old spice dude all of a sudden, he's yes. like, I'm in a Tyler Perry movie. It's like, uh, come on, come on, Isaiah. And he had his little tight ass right up on there. I mean, he he wasn't eating up no furniture, but that booty was nice. He does have so a nice ass body. You're right. I forgot like, about him. Mm, yes, please. Honey. Tyler will pave away. Like, I'm not going to say, like you said earlier, I think you said who parlayed, Taraji parlayed. A lot of people she take this as she, like and that's, a, the thing. that's why she don't ever act like she never been in a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. She said, because of that, I can ask for more money because I was top billing in that movie. And she can use the amount that the movie made. Like, see, it's like, yeah, I'm like, we're going to ignore how much he actually paid to make this movie. But still, you know what? Big Big, big, big revenue. You're right. You're right. Oh, oh so then the day it's just a numbers game. It's just we. How much right. money did you make? Right. Because like it don't even matter how much you like. How like what did you make? And what was your budget? Yeah. I mean, that's like at least. 85%. It's like because 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 the blacks are gonna come out to see you anyway. So right. How right. much are you gonna spend and how much are you gonna make? Right. <laughs> as much as much as we talk about the movies, I'm like, but yeah, everybody go see them because it's like. We try to support our own because they'll be like, yeah. you'll compare it to like an animal house or a hangover. And it's like, oh, they like, let's be very clear. Why people rip them sh- movies to pieces? There's no possible way why Adam Sandler got a big deal from Netflix with the movies that he put on said Netflix. They were garbage. <laughs> and it still was like, he's fucking Adam Sandler. I'm like, you're right. So they show right. up. Yeah. I'm just saying. 
um again we're nearing the end um just before we get to the last theme of tyler i love to rattle off every medea movie that has been created (laughs) 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 um okay medea's class these are just films no plays Mm -hmm. medea's class reunion medea's family reunion medea goes to jail medea's big happy family a medea christmas medea's witness protection program Medea's get your job. Medea's neighbors from hell. Medea's tough love. Boo, a Medea Halloween movie. Medea on the run. Boo two, a Medea Halloween movie. A Medea family reunion. Medea's farewell play. And finally, another Medea movie is on the horizon. As I was looking at IMDb, it is coming out. Tyler Perry's A Medea Homecoming. What the blue blood? What the fuck? Can you know how many times say- he's threatened to? This is his last Medea movie. He literally said. He literally said it was over. He said, no more. I'm done with Medea. <laughs> JK, y'all. He's ki- he's trolling. He's trolling. Why is he acting like there's like an audience for this? Like, yeah, there's, like, like, people are just begging. His DMs are flooded with people begging, begging for Medea to be back on screen. Girl, we not. I swear to beans. We not. We I not. know we not. What is that movie that Tiki, Tika Sumter was in? Is that a Medea movie too? Girl, did you just call her Tiki Sumter? Tika. Okay. I said Wait, Tiki first. It's so funny. My, I have a cousin named Tiki, so it's funny. But I was like, Tika, Stephanie, not she Tiki. He has not definitely been in some sort of Tyler project. I thought it was because it's like Tika was in a movie where she and her white husband that she didn't tell her mama about. And I was the like, haves and have nots? That was a TV show, though. No, no, no. It's a movie. It's like she is a, like, Medea is there with a Medea Christmas. She was in a Medea Christmas. That's what it is. Okay. 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 Because I was like, it was one, it was like, what's her name? Anne Marie Horsford was like some sister twice removed that we didn't know. And she's like, how dare you live with this white man? It's like, wait. Speaking of plot twists, yeah, like completely unjustified. Um, And the final theme is a theme we've talked about throughout um, and it is colorism. Colorism overall is just an issue in, I wouldn't even say black communities and really colored communities. There's always Mm -hmm. a certain level of like, even mm-hmm. for white people, it's like mm-hmm. being tan is cool. And like, if you're pale, it's like, but see, I'm like, almost as black as you. Shut the fuck up. Right. Like in the summer, you should see me. Like there are just so many ways which mm-hmm. colorism just yeah, play a almost part. Almost just not in the ways that count as Correct. being black, right? Correct. So, and, and I mean, mm-hmm. not to say that it's to be expected, but you know, that's just a direct result of, you know, imperialism and, and, <laughs> Right. how the world was started so to speak yeah. so it's not that I can necessarily fault him for falling into those kind of themes mm-hmm. but when you are somebody who has a major platform and we talk about this with a lot of celebrities most recently who came under heat was Nicki Minaj just for like you know just talking to saying a lot of things that were just not true but when you're somebody who has a platform, we need you. To, I need you to be informed. I'm sorry. And I need you to be Ooh. careful about how you curate your movies. And mm-hmm. especially as somebody who is Black and you know that Black people just don't get that many roles in Hollywood, just in general. Mm-hmm. So you're going to give me a role in which I'm the angry Black man or you're going to the role where I'm the bitter, dark-skinned Black woman who who's ugly to everybody. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you're supposed to be a refuge for these people, but you're still putting them in the same roles that they would have been with the white people. Mm. Just more blatant. At least white yeah. people try to pretend 
that they that they care that they're not trying to do some colorism <laughs> you know what i mean but like tyler don't give a fuck like it's very apparent because he doesn't think he has to be held to that standard he doesn't think we would ever fix right. our mouths to say right he does his colorism and like even okay like yeah we were able to point out a few light-skinned people in villain roles but like are there any dark how long people did in that hero roles? take how well, long right are there really any dark skin people in hero roles though right it's, not it's that not. i can think of right i'm trying nope. to think of all these movies except for maybe idris elba but he he look he don't claim that movie so i don't think we can claim right i wouldn't want to put that on him yeah because <laughs> i think literally that's the only one is what it but this is the part that got me about daddy's little girls. It's like, oh my God, he's taking care of his children. They're his fucking children. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Why are you acting like he's doing her, his his grandmama that died a favor? Those are his children. See, not a hero. Can't do it. Yeah, I'm no. like, I can't. I can't think of anybody. I can't. There isn't. I won't hold him to that standard of that movie just because that must have been when he was fresh off the boat from, Ooh. you know, from England. No, not, not fresh from England. From England. <laughs> but the thing no. is that what makes me so sick about it is he was in the wire before that. That's the thing. He was Stringer Bell before he was in a Tyler Perry movie. How the fuck did he end up in that Tyler movie if he was in the Damn fucking me. wire? Um, maybe that was his transition to like because he tried to get springboarded because it's kind of like that was like more of a top billing for Idris. I think he was in other movies yeah. before that, but yeah. was he getting I mean, maybe that was just his, was that his like, like movie debut though? Cause The Wire is a TV show. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so I don't, either. I think Takers didn't come out before, before then. When did Takers come out? Cause that was a good film. That was after I that. Anyone I says. think that was like 2010. That, like, oh. that was around then. Hey Idris, let me see your IMDB baby. All right, let's <laughs> go on and let's. Let's figure this out. Yeah, his filmography. Like, it, let's see. It goes back to ninety something. So yeah, this is not his first rodeo. Yeah, rodeo. No. He's been in. Oh wait, he's in about... the gospel. Wait, what? She's getting distracted. <laughs> he was in the gospel. Get the bleep out of here! Are you fucking kidding me? Um. But so I maybe think... we'll say okay. So maybe we'll give credit because this is his first time on the silver screen so like he was willing to take a role he wouldn't normally take but yeah at least like a high a more prominent role because i yeah. think that's where it is yeah is that he's been in other movies because yeah when did daddy's little girls come out what 2010 i want to say 2007 was what i just saw oh my God. yep 2007 so he was in five movies that year. Daddy's Little Girls, The Reaping, 28 Weeks Later, American Gangster, and This Christmas. I remember him in This Christmas. This Christmas! So- that is one of my favorite movies. He was delightful. He was. I mean, that was a delightful film. But he yeah. did have a great... Yeah, he was great in that. Um, he was barely an American Gangster, just saying. He was yeah, he was shot by Frank Lucas. But like, whatever, I mean, <laughs> you know what? You're right. That's right. Oh, wait. He was in there with Boris Kojo, the gospel, the man who wore that terrible the unit. Lick. Yeah. The, the units are just trash, Tyler. There's way too, excuse me, Derek J is in Atlanta. Why don't you talk to him? Tyler, you. Derek, Derek J. J. Miss Lawrence. I mean, Lawrence. I mean, and then just to end on a Real me. Housewives of Atlanta note, um, mm-hmm. Roger Bob was involved. <laughs> In this film, um, Jay did point that out when we were watching, when we were looking things up. 
It was yeah, he was like field. an assistant producer or something. He was the assistant Roger director, Bob. yeah. It yeah, was Roger Bob. And I'll just tell you, this is the second time in the last 24 hours that I had mentioned Roger Bob. No. It was last night we were watching Potomac and I think, I don't know. Oh, I was in a room recapping on Clubhouse talking about Potomac. I think we were trying to talk about like, look, I don't want can look, Candace is not going because everybody's talking about Candace's album. And they were like, well, at least it's not like Demetria. Like, you gotta like be walking around with Roger Bob. I was like, wait, is Roger Bob still with us? And now y'all talking about Roger Bob. I'm like, oh, god damn it. He's obviously an active player. Like Fun it's always fact, when once back. you mention Roger Bob one time, it's like fucking Beetlejuice, like it just comes out multiple Everybody's- times. Yeah, because they was like, what is Demetria doing? I mean, well, she on this show and this show. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't watch none of this shit. Okay, whatever you say. But that didn't answer my question about Roger Bob. I'm like, is he still with us? I don't think he is, y'all. I don't know. Because nobody can Roger. answer me. Wait, he's like, as in not alive? That's what I was asking, because I don't... No, don't I, say that. No, he has to be no, alive. I, oh, okay. I mean, I wasn't... I'm not trying to kill him off, y'all. I was really just asking, because... Because he I hasn't... Did, we haven't heard much. First of all, he's from London, which is pretty shocking. I feel like I didn't. Is not... he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I feel like I'm gooped right now. Like, yeah, I am England. too. I feel really? like I, I, I never heard. I don't remember him talking on Atlanta. So maybe he, he did. Know. He had like a few speaking lines and he sounded like just like a regular American dude. He sounded like okay. Idris. <laughs> Oh, they love the cosplay American. Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell. Yeah, he was giving Stringer Bell, like very much so. Oh that i didn't know he was from london town yeah so he's from london he's 53 and they say he's okay okay all right roger bob i hope you finally made an honest i hope Demetri made an honest man out of you ah he's playing. the president and ceo of bobcat films which is i believe why we're not hearing about him oh <laughs> bobcat <laughs> <laughs> like name your favorite bobcat movie like there is okay. not one so oh my god <laughs> That and just an update, he did not marry Demetria. He appears to have married a white woman. Shut up. They're not together. Oh my God, you embarrass yourself on that um television show because that girl with the blue hair said, yeah, I fucked But him. she said, yeah, that was my man too. <laughs> I said, girl, get off the, like, no, he did it, girl. Get off, abort, abort. Get off the ship, girl. But the fact that she no longer with Roger Bob, does she have a man? Because she's beautiful. I just wanted nice things for Demetria because she didn't deserve that. Right. Remember she, uh, uh, again, full circle, Demetria was in House of Pain, the TV show. Tyler Perry correct. production. Yeah, because wasn't he a producer on the show? I believe so. Which is why she said they had to downplay their relationship or whatever for a professional reason. But oh, that's right. I doubt it. Tyler's pretty that. unprofessional. Girl, ain't nobody checking for you. Excuse she me. said you it know. as if she was an A-list celebrity and people were going to like be in the gossip bags talking about her starring like as a she crackhead. Is Angela and Jolie and they are just coming off the Mr. and Mrs. Smith set. You weren't fucking Tyler Perry, girl. Get on out of here. Roger Bob. And we wouldn't know Roger Bob to this day had you not made him a plot line. Correct. Honestly. It was like, girl, and you weren't even a full-time cast member. You were a friend of, girl. She and you aired your whole life out. <laughs> and they didn't, they didn't even give her a damn peach after that. That's the crazy part. No. She didn't even get a cameo the next season. You know how, like, no. they'll, like, you know, get you, ease you off. They didn't even ease her off. We just never, yeah. she wasn't at the reunion and we never heard from her again. Ever again. <laughs> I'm like, Candy, get your friend Dulce to come back out here with the blue hair because it was cute. Yeah, that was, first of all, that lady was very funny. I'm very glad she was at that 
um, uh-huh. that sit down. They were having that therapy session. She was um, like, yeah, yeah, I, I slept with him too. I like, remember oh, when you what? all went to Vegas, he told me to pull up and then I fucked him in the hotel room. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. I was like, girl, y'all, like, this I've is about not you. loving hip hop. She's not yes, going to fight you. So loving hip hop. Well, that's all, folks. That was Tyler Perry, the takedown. I don't, I wish I could tally all of the negative things we said about him. Like every time we had something negative to say, just a quick, uh, like a drinking game, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be Take black a quick shot every time we said something disparaging. Um, <laughs> something slanderous, something we could get sued for. I wish it wasn't. You know what? Y'all should start having drinking words. Like, okay, drinking game alert. When y'all listen to this show, every time we say this word, take a sip. Y'all be drunk by like 30 minutes in, but still take a sip. Yeah. Literally, every time we mention one of the themes, take a drink. I mean, it's just, again, it's like at the end of Watch What Happens Live, he's like, if you've been playing our drinking game, please do not drive. Like, please, please, please don't drive, honey. <laughs> Stephanie, thank you for coming on. There's no one we wanted to bash oh. Tyler with more. <laughs> I'm cackling like Karen. <laughs> do you want to plug yourself if they don't know about Mocha oh. Minutes? They should, but they, if they don't. Oh my God. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you, ladies. Of course, I always have a good time. Last time I was here, y'all read me about my dad going sign. And I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Shit. You felt seen. <laughs> but, yeah. I was like, I feel so seen. But I am the host of the Mocha Men's Podcast. You can find the Mocha Men's Podcast wherever you catch your podcast. So basically, that's everywhere except for SoundCloud. SoundCloud is for the DJs and the rappers. Okay. Yes. It's not for the um, podcast. You can also follow the podcast on social media Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, same handle, Mocha Minutes. You can also um follow me on twitter sunny quote that s-u-n-n-y-t-w-o-t-e-t-h-a-t don't look at my likes and if you do judge your mother okay um if you would also <laughs> like to if you'd like to buy me a coffee would love 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 it you could you can make it beer i'm kidding i don't drink beer i drink coffee. <laughs> um it is buymeacoffee.com backslash mocha minutes would love it would appreciate it and thank you ladies for definitely having me i i Ooh, it, it's so much. It's like, yeah, and I, I stand by my disclaimer. We may say I have issues with it, but please know, watch whatever you want. We're not yucking your young at all. It's like, right. you know, we see the force beyond the trees, but sometimes when shit is traumatic and you're going through things, sometimes you're like, I got to turn on Medea Boo Halloween <laughs> and I'm going to have to laugh. And it's, I feel like that's fine. It's like, that's okay. okay. It's okay, but just know I feel some sort of way about them damn units. How dare you put a afro and then uh cornrows on Shamar Snacky Moore's head? Just <laughs> terrible, a terrible idea. Just- <laughs> That's what you want to end with, Jay. Is there anything you want to really end with and really give to Tyler? Stick it to him. Um, I, quite honestly, believe it or not, I think this New Yorker has said enough. Um, which is usually not our go-to. We like to keep going, but I'm going to stop. But what I will say, though, is that this is all alleged. This is all personal opinion. None of this is based on any sort of facts, allegedly. So, Tyler, if you or your box come through, um, (laughs) you can send that little cease and desist letter somewhere else. (laughs) Ooh. You know, I don't... (laughs) I don't have your director slash producer slash screenwriter slash whatever money, okay? You got it, boss. And if you need some consulting on your next project, we are more than open. We're ready to go. 
So let's please go. Please, hit my cash app. I'll tell you exactly what the yeah. <laughs> Just send a quick lump sum and we will be able please. to share. We've only scratched the surface, really. We could really go in depth. But yeah. yes, I mean, what an amazing time. Thank you so much. Um, our next episode, we're talking about open relationships. So look forward to that. And yeah, thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you so much, listeners. Thank you so much, Jay. Yeah, and until next time. Thank you. Thank you, Jay and Jay. Thank you. You, know what? you are so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right bye. Oh, yeah. Look, they can never keep me down, I'm going And if I ever fail, just know I'll go again I never quit, cause I know that every loss May lead to another win, I'm going up